Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Good Screen, where we take a break from the bad screen, and we take a look at The Good Screen. My name's Russell. My name is Lauren. How are we looking there, Lauren? Um, looking fine. All right, that sounds good. I may be a little quiet, but it's fine. You might be a little quiet, you say? Yeah. All right. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Good Screen, where we take a break from the bad screen, and we look at the good screen. My name is Russell. My name is Lauren. And today, we are finally done. Lauren's confused because I did that twice. She's shaking her head at me. It, um, it all looks the same. It all looks the same? Okay. I think we're also not speaking at full volume. That's true. Okay, okay. well... Are you going to do it a third time? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are excited to talk about a movie that's not John Wick. No, it's not. But before we talk about a movie that's not John Wick, uh-huh. Lauren, what have you been enjoying on the good screen? So, um, I accidentally started playing Atelier Riza yeah? this week, and it's really good. That's yeah. what I've been enjoying on You've the good screen. You've played it more than me. Yeah, well, so Russell was playing on PC, but then he was like, no, I'm going to switch to playing on, on, the, the Switch. on the Switch. Oh, because I want to have it handheld for some reason. Oh, the mail's here. <laughs> um, And he was like, I don't feel like doing the beginning tutorial part. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then she and just so kept And so then playing. I just kept playing. And um, I'm like nine or ten hours into the game. Wow. Yeah. My recorded game time is like 40-something hours, but that's not... That's because I keep it open. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. Okay. But... That's awesome. The, the truth is that it's like... Not I hours. love when the games do that. Yeah. It even says on there, like, time for the, the thing. Yeah. And then the actual play time. And I'm like, why do you put both? That's weird. But yeah, I've been <laughs> enjoying that. Yeah. And baseball. Baseball's back. Baseball is back. What have you been enjoying on the good screen, Russell? I have been enjoying a multitude of things. Yeah, such as? Um, I think what I'm going to mostly talk about are two games. Wow, that's so surprising. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I played a little bit of Mario Tennis Aces. Okay. And I played a little bit of the original Nintendo Metroid. Oh. Both of them are flawed equally. <laughs> um, look, let's, t- let's start with Mario Tennis Aces. There hasn't been a good Mario Tennis game since the GameCube, and everyone knows that. I didn't know that, but okay. Well, everyone who's a fan knows that. Okay. And everyone thought that this one was going to be like the one, but it just feels too weird. It feels like they're trying too much. There's four different buttons for shots there's that's so many yeah i think there's only two in the gamecube one the power everyone has kind of like the same ability mm-hmm. where like you can slow down time or like quick move to somewhere where the ball isn't and in the gamecube one there was like a power shot and a technique shot like a recovery shot like def- defensive mm-hmm. and if the ball was in front of you you do your power shot when you do the special Mm-hmm. And if it was behind you, you would do the defensive one, which is like a recovery. Mm-hmm. And it just made sense. 
And they haven't gone back to that since. Oh. So, and even on this one, like, everything happens so quickly. Like, you don't even think to, like, slow down time. Maybe I'm just getting older. Yeah. <laughs> but and then the story mode isn't that great either. And I really tried to like it. I'm I don't gonna, know how tennis could have much of a story to it. It's really stupid. But that's how you unlock, the, like, different stages. Yeah. So, I'm going to keep playing it as much as I can. I legitimately cannot finish this one. Th- I have no clue what the fuck it expects of me. Okay. And um, and then I started playing Metroid. Yeah. For the, the NES on Nintendo Switch Online. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like that. I think it's you crazy. You like that? Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> I think it's crazy that they managed to make something like Metroid back in, I think it was 87 or 88. I mean, that's when they made Mario. That's that's like after they made Mario. But it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Although I have no clue how anyone played this game without a guide. It yeah, so you were tough. telling me that. Yeah. So, um, and I told Will I was playing it. And he goes, I think he was like, he asked me if I started playing Zero Mission, which is like a remake of it. And I said, no, I'm playing the original. I'm going to beat the original one. Yeah. And that's that. And next week, I'm sure I'll have a Mario game to talk about because we're going to go see the Mario movie. We are. Um, can I go back to Ryza? Can I give my opinions on Ryza? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't have much to say. I didn't think to say anything. Okay, And then you go said on. stuff, and I was like, I should say something. All right, let me ask you a question about Ryza. Okay. The big thing about it is that she is an anime girl with thick thighs yeah. and big titties. Yeah, those are two big things. How much in that game do they, like just not talk about that has there have they even talked about that in the game no that's what i like about the game is like the character is completely separate from like the online uh, what everyone talks about online and then what's actually in the game she's just like a really nice person it's people that sexualize her the game doesn't sexualize her in any way yeah because there was who was it ikari posted some thing about how the creators of Ryza said like yeah we're not going to sexualize her anymore but it's but like she really isn't that's, like, that's so have, besides the point they She's, have some costumes yeah like she isn't sexualized in world we are the ones who sexualize her yeah. because she has big thighs and big boobs <laughs> but yeah okay um what else do you have to say i don't like the battle system i think you it's don't? i think it's fine but i would prefer it to be actually turn-based Oh, okay. Instead of just you don't like the hack and slash feeling, because I like I don't like the way moving it is. between characters. I don't mind that. That's part of the reason why I wish it was just turn based, yeah. so I could just pick what everyone does, mm-hmm. like how you could in Ravona. Yeah. As opposed to if I wanted to pick what each character you had does, to cycle through them. I have to cycle through them at the exact right time, and it also is very fast paced. Yeah. So I would have to know exactly which buttons to push and whatnot. Um, and yeah. it does still have the thing from Rorona where, like, the higher, like, uh, you know how you hit minus when your AP goes up and your level goes yeah. up? Um, there's something similar to that in Rorona. So, the higher level you got, the more your stuff did. Yeah. And you could even unlock things you wouldn't have access to otherwise. Like, that's how I won the fight with the big dragon is because I got to, like, level, like, three or four. And that's when Sterk unlocks this, like, <laughs> crazy game-breaking sword-swing move. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I'm also playing on extremely easy. Yeah, so you you can't complain so, about it. So, no, but 
I think it's you fun would like otherwise. Um, you would like Grandia because it's it's similar to that battle system mm-hmm. or Grandia or whatever you want to say. Yeah. It's similar to that battle system, but when you get to their turn, it stops. I think. I, mm, I think it does. It's been a while. I don't know. The only other thing is that I'm like 10 hours into the game and I still don't know what the plot is. There is no plot. <laughs> yeah. I guess like, at least with Verona, there was kind of the plot where you had to like do the thing every month. Yeah. And win the town's appraisal. And it was actually very hard to do that, even if you were playing on like easy or normal. Well, this is a coming of age story. I guess so. And the next two have like MacGuffins. What's a MacGuffin? Like, like a thing that she has to collect. Oh, okay, good. So there's something to is, do. I don't know if MacGuffin's the right word. I don't. MacGuffin. I don't know if it is. Let me ask Google. MacGuffin. A plot device used in films or books that sets the character in emotion. Yeah. Yeah, it comes from. The Egg McMuffin. Does it? I know. <laughs> no. Okay. But a picture of an Egg McMuffin also popped up. <laughs> wow. All right. So you're enjoying But you're still a story or not, you're enjoying it. I'm overall enjoying it. I'm surprised yeah. at how fast I got to level like 25. Yeah. You're really going for I it. I feel like when I... Th- finished verona i was level 25 <laughs> it's a different kind <laughs> it of was game. really hard to level up in verona yeah very different yeah um but okay. yeah just stay on that grinding mindset that's right yeah cool okay okay well let's go ahead and uh move over to our main topic of the day mm-hmm. but before we do that oh i do this every time <laughs> before we talk about our main topic of the day let's let's <gasps> dial it back we have a comment oh we have a comment look out comment comment thank you everyone for bearing with us we got a comment a month of no comments no, no a month emails. of john wick oh yeah Shit. i i interacted with it so i had to like change some filters yeah thanks everyone for bearing with us and hearing the same stuff every week about john wick for the last month yeah <laughs> it is from edgar underscore one three r yay he said nice work on the john wick episodes i'm interested in checking out the series now (laughs) we've influenced wow (laughs) i have a gaming question what are your thoughts on the upcoming zelda gameplay preview coma lauren isn't a zelda fan no i'm really not i tried to play russell bombie breath of the wild for like i think it was my first birthday when we were dating so not too long into us <laughs> yeah, dating when, Lauren turned when one. i turned one years old Nine one one. hello no um i want to say it was that first birthday when we were dating yeah i was like try this and i did i played like 10 hours of it but there's so much to do that is when i learned and decided i can't play open world games lauren doesn't understand what to do with freedom there's too much to do i need a linear clear plot line so and nothing else we we were watching the the gameplay thing, mm-hmm. and when he combined the stick with the rock, I turned. <laughs> I turned. His pants. No, I turned to Lauren <laughs> and I said, "Lauren, he's done it again." <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks pretty interesting. Um, I mean, it looks interesting, but it looks the same as the first one. No, it doesn't, because it has the sky <laughs> islands. Okay. Skypia. And, and that means you can go to Skypia. They showed, they showed so little of the game, Lauren. There's so much that's still a mystery. And it's coming out in like 
three months. Yeah, but it looks the exact same. That's what's One part month. of the, that's part of the fun stuff of how <laughs> each generation of Zelda looks entirely different from the other one. I wish it looked different. It how are they going to be different from now is, on? How do they do it differently? This is going to be the last one like this. I can guarantee that. What do like, they do now? They go back to the formula. Good. <laughs> you said good, but you haven't even played any of them. <laughs> no, I did listen to the Into the Aether thing about Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. What a great podcast. I listened to like half of that. And then I, I wish was, like, we were half as good as them I officially don't understand podcasting. what's happening. Okay. Well, well, they've been doing it for like a lot longer than we they have. have. They have, and they have a fan base. So, we have like five people. <laughs> we have a fan who base. we all love very dearly. We have a great fan base. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I really liked the gameplay so far. I like the combining thing. I like the making vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked how little we still know. I really hope that there are like actual dungeons on those islands. Yeah. And I hope that the map <clears throat> is different enough down below because he did say it was a little different mm-hmm. and i'm not like a master zelda cartographer so i, I wasn't like oh that's that's here well, and there that's between this mountain and that mountain how much longer after the first breath of the wild does this one take place i don't know there's so much they don't, they don't tell you probably probably like right after then why is there different stuff already because something happens who knows it's a mystery learn you know, we we live in this world where uh, trailers are literally just the plot of a movie, and yeah. we finally get something that is like bits and pieces, and everyone's like, oh, "I really wish I knew more information about this before I bought it." You don't need to. He combines a stick with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I guess I guess that's all you need to know. He made a really long spear. <laughs> really long spear. <laughs> Okay. That's like um, the 10-foot pole from the Grinch song. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I am looking forward to the new Zelda. Lauren could care, le- could care less. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. our only comment. Okay. So, thank you, Edgar underscore 13R. Thank you, Edgar 13R. For uh, commenting on our video. If you want to be featured on our podcast, uh, the easiest way to do is to comment on YouTube because I can see that. Or send us an email at goodscreenpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Did we get any emails? No. Depression. Okay. So, let's start talking about the movie of the week. Yes. It was a very good movie. Paddington. Paddington. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. People love this movie. <laughs> like, in the sequel. I they, get it now. <laughs> they love this movie. And we, I, I kind of get it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. But, like, I didn't have, like, a revelation watching it. Oh, no. Other than just, sorry, there's a weird engine room outside just now. It probably didn't pick up. The only revelation I had is that I love Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. I, um... Right before we started filming this, thank God we're a little late. I read a tweet saying Paddington Three is being made. Ooh! And then everyone said, everyone in the comments of the tweet was like, "I love Paddington so much. <laughs> when my son wants to put Paddington on, he's doing us both a favor and stuff like that." Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about Paddington, Lauren. Yes, please. This movie. The Paddington Mm -hmm. movie was directed by Paul King. Do you know what he worked on? No. He worked on the TV show The Mighty Boosh. 
Didn't see it. And Space Force. Didn't see it. I didn't see either of them, but I, I've seen clips of the Mighty Boosh. It sounds like... A, that sounds like... A One bad of the guys word. from the IT crowd is in it. I haven't seen that. Okay. It is based on stories by Michael Bond. Mm. James Bond? No, Michael. <laughs> uh, over 35 million Paddington books have been sold to kids across the world. Yeah, I'd believe it. His last book was published in 2017, which is also the year that he died. No! He literally made these books for his a good portion of his until life. Until the day until he, he died. died. Not until the day he died, but probably. probably around the same time. He was buried in Paddington Old Cemetery. Holy shit. Weird, right? Probably totally on purpose. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. Okay. The movie stars Ben Wishaw as the voice of Paddington. Yeah, I don't know who he is. He's like a theater guy. All right. I believe it. Uh, that's all I really learned about him. Mm-hmm. Hugh Bonneville, Sally Hawkins, Julie Wal- Walters, Jim Broadbent, Peter Capaldi, which was the yeah. Doctor Who guy. We're not Doctor Who people. No, I thought he was Hugh Laurie at first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, no other one. Nicole And Nicole Kidman. Yeah. So those are the two, like, yeah, money, money people. I really liked how out of the whole cast, the two that were, like, quote-unquote notorious were, like, not super A-list actors. Maybe Nicole Kidman a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch any of the I stuff think they both. I think everyone in this movie is probably a British A-lister. Okay, was this before or after Peter Capaldi was the doctor? I think it was during. During? I don't know. And nor do I care. I'm going to continue. Um, Paddington was released in the United Kingdom first, I think, mm-hmm. on the 28th of November, 2014, to critical acclaim for Wishaw's visual, vocal performance, humor, screenplay, visual effects, and appeal to children and adults. Wow. Also, it, I googled it. It was after. It was after. It grossed 286, I'm sorry, 268 million worldwide. Whoa. On a, in American dollars. This mm-hmm. is all in American dollars, by the way. On a fifty-five million, less than fifty-five million budget. Oh wow! So like quadrupled. Yeah. That's awesome. It received two BAFTA nominations. Oh. For best British film and best adapted screenplay. Hmm. But it didn't win. I don't think it won. Oh. The sequel was released in twenty seventeen with King and West Manchester and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a little bit of trivia in the middle of all this information. Sure. In the Ukrainian dub, Paddington was voiced by. Vladimir Zelensky. What? The president of Ukraine. He was a comedian before he was the president. Oh my god. And he did the voice acting in this movie. Oh my god. Volodymyr Volodymyr Zelensky? Yeah. Yeah, he went on to become the president of Ukraine. And of course, we all know him now as the guy who wears the green shirts to all the uh, political events. Yeah. And says, give me fucking tanks. Please give me money and tanks. Which isn't I'm fighting bad. this war alone. No. That sounded like it was bad. No, it's a totally <laughs> fine thing. I think it's almost insane how the United States hasn't gotten involved yet. Oh, they've gotten involved. Well, I mean, other than giving them weapons. They can't do that. <laughs> I know, they haven't. <laughs> they, they as soon as Russia that. attacks us, we then don't it'll happen. That. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Um, Just wait. All right. In, in November 2014, the British Board of Film Classification, the BBFC, Gave the film a PG certificate for its UK release and advised parents that the film contained dangerous behavior, mild threat, 
mild sex references, and and mild bad language. Paul King, the film's director, told BBC reporter Tim Muffet, I'm not surprised about that PG certificate, but I don't think it's PG for sexiness. That I would find very odd. Paddington's creator, Michael Bond, said he was totally amazed at the BBFC's advice. After the film's distributor challenged the certification, the BBFC reversed the wording of its parental guidance, replacing mild sex references with innuendo. It also further qualified the modern mild bad language as infrequent, saying it referred to a single mumbled use of bloody, what which is fuck? really bad for British people. Is it really? So what part of this movie was like That's what I was thinking. Innuendo? What part of this movie had a sexual innuendo? Was it the part where he like cross-dressed? Uh, oh, you know what? Count? The guy said he was going to the bathroom. What? He was like the guard. He was like, I'll go. I'm going to the bathroom. Might have inferred that he was going to jerk it off. No, I don't think that's what that infers at all. It took an eight million dollars American dollars in the United Kingdom on its first opening weekend. Okay. Uh, it was the biggest opening for Studio Canal. Okay. Uh, United States. Are you just scrolling through the Wikipedia article? I basically copy and pasted the Wikipedia stuff. Okay. Can you talk about like when the first book came out? Did you get any of that information? I didn't get any of that information. Russell, what the fuck? That's what I told you to talk about. Well, I, I talked about Michael Bond and how he made the books. Okay, you didn't talk about anything about the books other than that. All right, you want me to ask Siri right now? Yes. I'll ask her right now. I'll get her on the microphone. Hey, Siri. When was the first... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she's on both of my things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> She just, I just said, when was the first? She said the first Earth Day took place on April 22nd, 1970. Okay. All right, hold on. Hey, Siri, when did the first Paddington book get published? She's having trouble. Yeah. The first book, she can't talk today. The first book, A Bear Called Paddington, was published in 1958. Thank you. Uh, also, Paddington did not re- release at number one in the U.S. box office because American Sniper came out. Fuck that movie. And you know us Americans. That's just propaganda film. Yeah. Well, Paddington was also propaganda. Yeah, but it was cute. Good propaganda. propaganda. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and. Th- what did you think about Paddington? Lauren? I was enamored with Paddington. You were enamored with with Paddington. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a lot better, and a lot more of a complex plot than I would have expected. I thought Paddington the beginning of this movie was fucking insane. Oh, the part with yes, the yeah. I didn't oh my know there god, were he bears in Peru. I don't think there are. In real life, Russell, I don't think there are bears in Peru. I think there's sun bears. I don't know. Hey Siri, are there bears? Are <laughs> are there bears in there Peru? Bears. Peru. Here's an answer from a rockery.com. Well, there in is the a bear. coastal forest of Peru. You can get to know the only species of bear native to South America, the Andean spectacled bear. I'm not sure if that picked up the microphone, but I'm going to cut that out. It yes, there are like, bears in Peru. It looks like a black bear, but with like sloth pattering on the face. It looks nothing like Paddington. It looks nothing like Paddington. No. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. They both have like the white snout, but yeah. The otherwise it kind of like goes up like that, kind of like a raccoon. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Lauren, do you want to give a brief synopsis of this movie? So. Paddington is a bear. Is a bear. Yeah, he's a bear. 
And a long time ago, his aunt and uncle were visited by an explorer who yeah. told them to go to London someday and basically taught them how to speak English. And so then, all these years later, it's Marmalade Day. <laughs> and they're making marmalade, but then Paddington... Wait, you forgot to tell everyone that they love marmalade. Yes, they love marmalade. And today is Marmalade Day. Yeah. They're making marmalade. Okay. And and after they finish making the marmalade, there's an awful earthquake and Paddington watches his uncle get crushed by a giant tree. <laughs> and so after the earthquake settles down, they go out and they find his hat. That's the only thing left of him because everything else was squashed by trees. Okay. And so then his aunt is like, you have to go to London, love. And he's like okay i like how they got british accents from the british guy <laughs> yes um and the the british guy visited them in like the 1940s or 50s and that's why all of the things he talks about are like put a little thing around your neck to say that you're a child who needs a family and someone <laughs> will pick you up at a train station yeah because this was like post-world war Two, and he's like everyone wears top hats and is friendly and it's like that was like 50 years ago yeah so now it's pretty much modern day it's pretty close to modern day okay i don't think any of them had cell phones but um it was i think it was modern day yeah the girl had beats headphones oh did she okay yeah it was definitely modern day okay <laughs> um so now it's modern day and paddington's aunt sends him to london and she goes to the bear retirement home which i thought meant that she kills over and dies but at the end of the movie we actually see her in a retirement home i thought it was like a zoo oh no but it wasn't i thought it was like the bear retirement home in the sky <laughs> no i thought it was a zoo and it was it's actually a retirement home yeah anyway less detail lauren the console okay. is gonna turn off in an hour so then he gets picked up by this family because the mom feels bad for him and the dad like works for insurance and he's like no this is very high risk this is bad paddington get the fuck out so then paddington gets the fuck out but then he gets picked up by this woman who wants to taxidermy him and she is actually the daughter of the explorer and she wants revenge on him because because and so then the family saves him they're like no paddington we actually love you we're so sorry and then and then he's their their son in the end this is like Stuart little with a bear <laughs> yes it kind of is <laughs> this isn't the first time someone's told a story of an animal uh becoming their son and like kind of a hero yeah, yeah. so <laughs> over the course of this movie there are a lot of themes of um being a nice person mm -hmm. and not being um prejudiced mm -hmm. and letting people um not looking down on people who that are different yeah we kind of picked up halfway yeah. through like this movie is an allegory for like racism yeah. yeah like um there are a lot of there are literally lines in, in this movie like oh just because he doesn't look like you you're not gonna let him be in your hat like stuff yeah like, that. like it's very clear that this is a this is a life lesson movie for yeah. kids um hopefully they picked up on it uh because there's a lot of silly stuff in between that yes. but um yeah there's a lot going on also i really love how no one like thought twice about a bear yeah, nobody seemed to care that the bear <laughs> I mean, was there, but nobody... I know it's a children's film, so, like, of course they're not going to care, but it's, like, nobody paid... made two minds... What is the phrase? Nobody paid... 
What? Nobody paid? Nobody. Nobody gave two shits? Basically, there's a nicer way to say <laughs> that. Um, About. Paid any mind? There being a bear. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Like nobody thought anything of a talking, walking bear. They just ignored the bear until the bear was a problem. Basically. Yeah. Which is. It's not how we do things in America. That's for sure. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We point out the bears. Stop. No. <laughs> and we don't let them in our homes. No. <laughs> um, you let the, the dog oh, barking. No, the dog. I won't pick up on the microphone. Um, no, but I think this is a really good movie for like teaching kids to like be nice to people that are different than you. Yeah. Because they might be a little quirky mm-hmm. and strange, but... Um, if you get to know them, they turn out to be nice, and your family loves them, and you become the bad guy. Yeah. This pro- this movie also probably um, inadvertently sold a lot of animals. You think people bought bears? No, not bears, but like dogs. I mean, that happens with every movie that comes. It happens every Easter when people want to buy a rabbit. And then yeah. they're like, oh, wait, this is actually really hard. Let me just dump this rabbit somewhere so it'll get eaten by a hawk. Wow. And then it just continues the cycle. It's just part of the circle of life. Well, yeah, but what is it? Puppy mills and bunny mills and stuff. Those yeah. are like a big thing around here because the Amish are here. That's what they do. Okay. Well, they're not going to listen to this so I can say that. Fuck you, Amish people. <laughs> <laughs> pay your fucking taxes. They pay taxes. Get a fucking car. They definitely pay taxes. They definitely do <laughs> not drive know. cars. <laughs> okay so paddington has this weird obsession with marmalade yeah um there are are also some questions about that i have about the movie so in the beginning of the movie there's an earthquake mm-hmm. um it didn't look like it was like an earthquake it looked like it was something chopping the forest down that's what i thought at first too yeah. that it was maybe like deforestation deforestation so maybe that was all allegory for that maybe that'll pop up in the second movie maybe but it definitely looked more to me like a volcano exploded and fucking wiped everything out Ah, it could have been that too i mean because the mountain like exploded my biggest question coming out of this movie was how did they make a second one like what's the story does he meet a bird like Stuart little no we'll find out later i think the plot of the second one is probably like paddington goes to school Paddington meets a bird that has a broken wing. I think Paddington has to go to school. He has to go to school. I think that might be what the second one's about. And now all the kids have to overcome this adversity of, of bears. Yeah. And learn how to Even sit, though all the kids sit already in maths like all class the, with him. All the kid maths class. Yeah, it's British, so they go to maths. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought this movie... Uh, oh, by the way, most of the movie was shot in... Uh, west london okay <clears throat> i figured like it I wasn't hoped. a set it was actually like those are actual places the only thing that i figured was a set was probably like the front side of those houses no it's not i think it was real like those pastel houses or pastel as they would say in Britain. yeah that's that's an actual neighborhood wow yeah wow and um i really like the scenes in this movie where it was like opening up a dollhouse and and yeah. everything was going on like that was obviously a set yes duh, but, but that was really cool but i thought that was really cool how like in certain parts where they need to kind of like go on with the story they didn't like 
just make the movie too long. It was a decently long movie. It was like, a standard hour and a half. Yeah, but like it, it wrapped up pretty well. Mm-hmm. I really, li- I really liked those parts of the movie. I thought they were interesting when he was yeah. writing his letters to his aunt at Bear. Um, yeah, and then we find out in yeah. the end that she did get them because she is alive and she is in a Bear retirement home. What if Paddington has more family show up? Well, the third movie is going to be about him going back to Peru. Where are his parents? They're dead. He said they're dead. Oh. Where are the other bears? They're gone. What? They were the last bears? I, I don't know. There's so much mystery about this stupid fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the chair. <laughs> that was the chair. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say about Paddington? No. No? It was cute. I would definitely get, call it a good screen. This is a good screen, yeah. Yeah, this is just a fun movie. I think that... With um, a wacky plot. If you have kids, they would love this movie. Oh, yes. If your kid hasn't already watched this movie, then you're a bad parent. This is a good post-Brexit movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you... I what think if I was British and I watched this movie after Brexit, I would be burning down Parliament. <laughs> I'd be like, have none of you watched Paddington? <laughs> We are basically making it harder to have situations like Paddington. Wow. (laughs) Imagine standing in front of the Supreme Court or the fucking the House of Representatives and you're like, have none of you watched Paddington? In America? (laughs) Yes. It's like that was in America. It's like the equivalent. So I want to. None of you fucking watch Paddington. You're making it so hard for us. Like, like I cannot believe that (laughs) that the movie is so popular, especially in the UK. Well, this is like UK culture. Propaganda. Okay, same difference. (laughs) I would I wouldn't call this propaganda. No. No, this is the same as a movie taking place in New York. Is that propaganda? <laughs> yeah. No. New York is nothing like any movie set in New York. No. But well, like, okay. There are a few. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's harmless just because it takes place in Britain and has Britain people in it. Doesn't it mean that it's propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like Scott Pilgrim kidding. takes place in Canada and they're all Canadian Canada actors. Canada nothing like that. Canada propaganda. propaganda. It was literally filmed on streets but, of Toronto. That is the most Canadian movie there ever could be. But Lauren, people go to Canada because of Scott Pilgrim. And then <laughs> Who the fuck goes to Canada because of Scott Pilgrim? Or Toronto. <gasps> should we do that? I mean, we're going should to we Toronto. Should we go see they Toronto filmed, places? They filmed the movie there. We can... I want to go to the pizza We place. can at least go to the steps. Yeah. The steps we, are real. We can go to the steps... The pizza place still exists. Okay. And the coffee place exists, but it's just called something else. But like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but like, you just don't, you just don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I was just kidding about the propaganda thing. I'm gonna go to Big Ben and be like, Paddington that, was here. I just think it's cra- crazy that legislators watched this movie, and then they were like, you know what? Maybe less people is fine. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Um, next topic next topic we're i don't done. know let's move on from that oh i wanted to say one thing uh, another thing about paddington okay i was really excited about this movie in particular because we spent a month watching movies with guns there's a gun in this movie what there's a gun in this movie a tranquilizer gun yeah but it's it's a gun this is a children's movie russell it also takes place in britain where they have actual gun laws <laughs> 
<laughs> and you, not just a law that says you have the John right Wick to have a gun. can happen in the UK. Is that why he didn't go there? Yes. He went to London. Yeah. But he couldn't go to he couldn't go to England because they had a gun ban. Russell, did you hear what you just said? What he went to London. I'm sorry, not London. But he Paris. Go- <laughs> he went to Paris. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Whoops. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> that, that was embarrassing. Okay. Well, either way. All right. Paddington is a good movie. You, sh- you should all watch it. Yeah. For realsies. You should have kids just to watch this movie. That's why we're having kids. Whoa. Okay, big big announcement. Guys, there, I, I have guess. big news. <laughs> <laughs> no, April Fools. April Fools. We we're a little late for that. I wish we had done an April Fools joke. We we <clears throat> our old um schedule had an April Fools episode. Yeah, I don't remember what we were gonna do. I don't know either. We should do something next year. Yeah. Okay, well I guess we're done talking about that. Okay. Let's go ahead and talk about things that aren't on a um a square or a rectangle of bright lights. Let's talk about our screenless shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did we do yesterday? I wanted to shout Oh, my screenless shout out is high school musicals. Oh yeah. High school productions of plays. Yeah, we wanted to go see a musical. So funny and innocent. So I work at a children's group home and one of the kids that I watch over, she's took place in her school's production of Mamma Mia. Yeah. And so we went and we saw that. And it was good. That was nice. I had never seen Mamma Mia before. Lauren was being supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was ABBA songs, but I didn't know the plot was just very loosely based around ABBA songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I want to watch the legit one, mostly because Meryl Streep is in it. I wouldn't call the movie the legit version. Okay, well, we're not going to Broadway. Yeah, we're not. I would love to go to Broadway. If we go to Broadway... We have to see Phantom of the Opera. Well, um, please. Expensive. We're already paying like a thousand dollars for hotels in Canada. Yeah, but that's different. That anyway, is different. Okay, so that's your screenless shout out is going to see musicals. Yeah, and also just having a fun weekend. Yeah, you did have a fun weekend. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the rest of the week I don't have to fucking see Lauren. Ah, good. Wow. That was so acted out. <laughs> he does my, that a lot. No, I don't I don't do it that much. She's joking. He's gaslighting me. My screenless shout out is hold on. Holding. <laughs> my screenless shout out is the Philadelphia Phillies. No. There's zero so far, to three. So far on, they haven't won a game this year. Of course tonight, before this comes out, they'll probably win their game. Have they but, started um, their game for today yet? No, it starts at 7. Well, we're watching the Blue Jays at 7.40, so... Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. So, um, my screenless shout-out is the, the Philadelphia Phillies. I hope that they, they get better. <laughs> I, I hope they figure out they whatever really the fuck is around. going on. I hope these three games are the only three games they lose all season. That won't happen. What if it did? That'd be insane. Exactly. Let's manifest that. Like, they haven't even played against... They're playing against the Yankees. Well, yeah, tonight. it'll be insane with that attitude. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, that no, there the are Yeah, no, the Yankees two... are going to wipe them in the dirt. They might. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, everyone... The thing about baseball is nobody ever has a perfect... You can't have a perfect baseball season. You can have a perfect NFL season, which is really impressive. Yes. 
There's no such thing as a perfect baseball season. But you can't, uh, like, baseball, basketball. There can be basketball, perfect games. There can be individual be perfect, perfect games. games. Those are really impressive. Those are insane. But, like, you can't just win every game in baseball because there's 163 games. <laughs> yes, it's, it's statistically get impossible. Like, you just can't win every game. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. Do you know what I want? You know how there's RPG golf? You want an RPG baseball? I want RPG baseball. There's a game called Out of the Park Baseball where you manage the team. I know. You played it a little bit. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh No, I played the wrong game. I thought it was Out of the Park Baseball. Oh. I was wrong. <laughs> and I was like, this is just the regular old, like, cartoony baseball simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have that, at least. Okay. Yeah. So, good luck, Philadelphia Phillies. You're my screenless shout out. I hope you all go to Wawa before a game. Yeah. And eat a nice hoagie. I and hope then... Bryce Harper eats a whole 12-inch meatball hoagie and drinks a well, he can do that. Wawa refresher before he goes into the game. He's not in. He's going to be out most of the season. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, he got. I think he got Tommy John surgery. What the fuck is that? I don't really know. Does that make his Tommy John longer? <laughs> <laughs> it's something about like either the his arm or or something like that. Uh, he was playing Tommy. playing the playoffs slightly injured. Tommy. Because of that. Tommy John surgery, stabilizing the elmo and restore range of motion. Yeah. Well, damn. He he was playing injured most of the play or all the playoffs. Well, he's an idiot for that. But he got the surgery now, but he'll be out until like probably July. Man, good for him. He got paid like $50 billion and he just to be on the IL. I think he For like half the season. I mean, he's on the benches. He's there. Yeah, he's there, but like, is he? All right, well, we're talking too much baseball for our, our uh, non-baseball viewers. We're going to do a baseball episode someday. We <laughs> were going to do the baseball. World Series. Yeah, the whole, every game. <laughs> I would love to do well, that. When we start doing bonuses, there we, go. we can talk about that because that is technically something on the good screen. Yeah, that's on the best screen. And Yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess that's it. We can do that with the NBA final. We have no fucking clue what to talk about there. <laughs> I don't know anything Will about... On. I know... Oh, yeah, that would actually be That'd fun be really to have funny. Will on there. Yeah. I know basketball. You shoot. You shoot the ball? You shoot the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot the hoop. You shoot the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> you don't shoot the ball into the hoop. <laughs> you shoot the hoop. You shoot the hoop and you jump. Jump. <laughs> what 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 happens when you dunk? Skaboosh. Is that what you... Those are like, the clinical terms. <laughs> when, you, when you dunk, you go... Skaboosh. Skaboosh. Not skadoosh. Skaboosh. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. <laughs> what about... Okay, well... <laughs> All right, I think we've had enough. It's time to stop. All right, it's time to stop. All right, what are we going to watch next week, Lauren? We're excited to announce. Oh, I have a list. Not of everything we're watching. (laughs) Wait. No, let me randomly pick something from this list. No, Lauren, we are watching. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me. We're going to see Mario on Friday. Yeah, we're going to go see Mario on we're Friday. We're actually going to dress up. I bought overalls. Lauren bought overalls. I had to find some. But I have uh, four days, to, three days to myself mm-hmm. after work, so I, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you're a free man. So I'm going to go get some fucking overalls <laughs> so I can look like Luigi. Uh, yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. We'll have that up. I think I'm going to post that one early, as early as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because, I don't know. I mean, no one's, it's not like people are going to be like, Oh, I got to watch this hour-long review of this, from this podcast that I never watched about the Mario movie. But I think yeah. I think it warrants going out a little early. Yeah. Yeah. Or as early as possible. Watch it'll be like Tuesday again. But uh yeah. So um we're going to watch the Mario movie and um you have to do the research. It's your week. <laughs> it's um, a me. I'm going to give you some resources to find some info. You had to talk all about Mario. Fuck me running. This is going to be painful. I think it's going to be a slam dunk. Skaboosh. Skaboosh? <laughs> um, if you don't want to do it, I can do it. No, I'll do I'm it. I'm going to play It'll Mario games all week. I'll do the research. It'll be funny. Okay. I'm going to send you some videos. Oh, God. This is like studying for a, an exam. I'll have to do an oral presentation. Yeah. Mario does an oral presentation whenever he eats a mushroom. <laughs> God. <laughs> Bruno's always Oreo oral presenting. <laughs> <laughs> Mario goes, hey, Luigi, look at this mushroom. <laughs> I was going to say, so for a plan to dress up, I was going to be Mario and Russell would be Luigi. But if you yeah. can't find a red shirt, I have a green shirt already that would work. So what if we just switched? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I want to be Luigi because I'm taller. Yeah, you have to find overalls. I think you should just get those overalls that were at Walmart because mine already don't look right either. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll see everybody next week. Mm-hmm. We hope everyone has a good week. I just mm-hmm. bit my tongue a little bit. Oops. We hope everybody has a good week mm-hmm. and we hope you keep it on fleek. <coughs> Skaboosh. Skaboosh. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.